0: Three square meals and a home room Everything two. Air D&D
1: is the place for you. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to Air D&D, where you can kick back, relax, and learn about all things D&D with your host, Jordan.
2: And Jenny. You can also visit both of us on Sunday nights on Twitch, streaming our campaign at twitch.tv slash chaosconductors.
1: Before we welcome you to your room, we want to thank our sponsors, Dungeon Depths. You can find D&D themed t-shirts, stickers, and more at etsy.com slash shop slash Dungeon Depths. And Ambient Realms, where you can find ambient RPG tracks and sound effects to use for all of your tabletop needs. Just type in ambientrealms.com and you're there. Let's get you a room to stay in. Looks like you'll be in room number D&D and me. Jeff edition. So, I have Jeff with me here, guys. You know Jeff? The player of Val? Val gave? The rogue? The, the sneaky sneak? The edgelord? <laughs> <laughs> the edgy boy. The edgy boy. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good, Jordan. How are you?
1: You know, I'm alright. I'm alright. Good. I feel like I need a lot more D&D in my life, and a lot less of non-D&D
2: I, I, I think if you fill it all with the D&D,
1: it'll be just fine. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, the time that's not D&D. Yeah. I want sucks. that sucks. Yeah, I want that to be not. Not not D&D? Not not D&D, yeah. yes. Exactly. Okay. Cool. All right, so, as you know, we're doing this whole D&D and me segment, and it's your turn to step up to the plate and tell your story and everything. So, my first question for you. Um, and and don't mind me looking away because I'm not going to look at the question. I'm just doing it for dramatic effect.
2: Okay, that they can't see, but they can't see it. But I can
1: imagine me looking away, guys. So, how did you get started with D and D? Tell us your story.
0: Hmm.
2: Uh, D and D. D and D really wasn't a big thing until I was probably sixteen, seventeen. Um, I was always super big into the whole uh, fantasy world of things. Um, just growing up playing uh, primarily EverQuest, which is a for all you young people listening, uh, like the OG MMO, MMO RPG. Yeah.
1: Um, I've heard of it. I've never played it.
2: Yeah, you're lucky. Um, <laughs> and so that that was like the first thing that kind of piqued my interest in terms of like the whole fantasy aspect of things.
1: Better or worse than Runescape?
2: Uh, R- Runescape is trash.
1: <laughs> so worse? Yeah. I mean, better?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> all right, whatever. Yeah, you,
2: can't, you can't compare the two. I mean, in all honesty, you really can't compare the two um,
1: yeah, just yeah. because they have two totally different
2: play styles. Of course. But um, to me, EverQuest was better. Anyway, all right. Anyways. And so that was kind of like my first intro into fantasy, um, like true fantasy of elves and orcs and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so um, I played that forever. Um, I played that for probably 10 years. Ooh! Um, up until I switched to Warcraft, because that's just, that's just what took over everything. Um, but anyway, I Wait, had
1: you, you started. You started um, EverQuest when yeah. you were sixteen.
2: No, I started EverQuest in ninety nine when it first came out. It's actually how I met my best friend because when we were when we were at school one day. Um, these I kids... thought that was your best friend. We'll, we'll get to that. All right. And so uh, these kids were looking over these pictures from a video game. I was in the video game, so I was like, oh, yeah, what, you know, what video game is that? And they're like, oh, it's EverQuest. And it was um, these pictures of, like, weapons and all this other random shit from the game that they'd taken screenshots of. And one of the kids ended up living in my neighborhood that, uh, that played it. And he was like, yeah, man, I play it. Um, if you want to come out and hang out? I'll show you EverQuest. And then it just went downhill from there. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: And so the addiction uh, took you. Yeah, the addiction the, the whole <laughs> fantasy
2: thing took me uh took me away. And so
1: um all it takes is one kids. It really does. Not even once. Mm-hmm.
2: And so uh, um I was already I was already familiar with with the whole fantasy thing and then um I really didn't know what D&D was until well I knew what what it was, but I was never I didn't know anybody played it that I knew. Yeah. Um and so I think my like a year out of Probably a year out of high school, um, we were hanging out with some some, some guys from when I was in community college, and they're like, "Hey, we're putting together a D and D group. Does anybody want to play?" And I was like, "D and D, like the, 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 that, that dice game." <laughs> and yep. uh, and they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds interesting." Yet again, downhill from there. Um, yeah, we would. We were running. Probably, we ended up running. Probably three or four different campaigns like we would play every night we would get off of we would get out of school
1: like simultaneous campaigns yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's, cool. that's every, cool every night
2: um, we would meet at my buddy's house and um, one night it would be a fantasy sword and shield D&D. one night it would be a buffy campaign one night it would be um, there was this old old one that used 3.5 as its like base and it was like a superhero one.
1: Okay, so being that I just finished watching Buffy, mm-hmm. I'm actually very, very curious. How does that How does that system like work? Is everyone just slayers, or mm-hmm, no. does 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 someone have to like bite the bullet and be Xander? <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: everybody.
2: Uh, there's there's race or there classes essentially. Um, like everybody played a human. Um, okay, that was, that was the race. Of course. Um, and then you could pick. You could be a slayer. You could be a vampire. You could be a werewolf. Um. There was I think there was like six classes total.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
2: I think I ended up playing a werewolf.
1: I would want to be Willow. Okay. Dark Willow. Yeah. Killow. Killow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like Uh that. Br- Brunette and everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. And so um like that was my intro to D and D. Like it was it was literally, oh, do you want to start this game? Cool. The next night Oh, this this looks fun. Let's try this out. And it was it was probably four or five nights a week. Six or seven hours a night, D and
1: D. Different, different uh, DMS.
2: Mm -mm. uh yes, we had two DMS. Okay. Um, a kid we used to hang out with named Jason, and then my buddy Matt was. uh, They were the primary DMS, just because they were a lot more creative at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it just rotated every 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 other night. He would DM, he would DM back and forth.
1: It sounds like a like, like a great thing, but at the same time, I'm thinking about like. If it was one DM, <laughs> uh, dude, <no. laughs> how much work that would oh. be?
2: Well, it was it was kind of funny because we well actually no the other campaign was a Star Wars campaign but anyway when we were running the Buffy campaign it was really interesting because we used um, our hometown as the base of the game so instead of having to make up a world it was present time in our current city
1: that's pretty cool
2: so the only thing you were you were really playing were the characters um, which which made for an interesting dynamic because we all knew spots to meet up. We all knew, like, if something went down, we knew where it was.
1: Oh, that's um, so that's 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 kind of that's, that's actually yeah, pretty pretty genius. Yeah, yeah so it was a good idea. You, you weren't playing like like characters like like yourselves though, like in this. No. Okay, mm-hmm. so you we we
2: did that for a little while with because we ended up running two Buffy campaigns and one of them we did run ourselves, um, which was interesting, but it wasn't as fun because you're playing yourself. The reason you play fucking D and D is to play whoever you want. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. To role play this like. Strange thing that's not you Mm -hmm. and have fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, man, I don't want to be me. Yeah, that's boring. I'm me all the time. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. And then coming from that, I guess you then just kind of kept playing and stuff?
2: We played, yeah, we ran those campaigns for years. Mm -hmm. Um, I think our longest running one was actually a Star Wars campaign. How long? Um, Two and a half years, I think.
1: Ooh! Yeah,
2: that was a really good campaign, but that's because our DM or Matt, our DM at the time, was a huge Star Wars junkie. So it was just even if you didn't know anything about Star Wars, you knew everything about it by the time (laughs) you were ready to play. Just because I mean, it was whether it was the movies or canon, uh, fan fiction, the books, it was he was about it.
1: Here's here's how you prepare for this campaign. I need each player to watch every single movie. I need you to read these uh, 57 non-canon, canon books. Yeah. And then we're going to have a, have a three-hour discussion.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. Um, it was one of those things where, like, we before before the campaign, we did watch, I mean, I'd already seen the movies, but it was one of those things that kind of get you into it. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of remember, oh, this is who this is, and this is who that is. Like, it was very, it was, like, uh, it was a custom world, so none of the actual, like, actual lore was a thing. But in terms of, like planets and all that kind of shit it was used um but no that that one was that was a really fun campaign
1: so i couldn't theoretically just grab a beer with jar jar binks and tell him how he's the the shittiest character but also the um the best sith lord ever (laughs) correct yeah (laughs) okay all right i'll i'll scratch that off of my my bucket list then Mm -hmm. cool then what happened after that jeff
2: (sighs) well we'll get we'll get we'll get depressing for a minute um, our buddy Matt, who was the primary DM, who ended up being the primary DM for our Dungeons and Dragons game and our Star Wars game, passed away. And so after that, like, friendships or uh, nobody really fell out. Just people stopped hanging out. Because it was kind of like one of those things that it brought everybody together. Like, yeah. you knew where everybody was going to be Tuesday through Saturday night. And so after that, we didn't, there was no, there was kind of a lull in... Who wanted to DM and what game did we want to play and stuff like that? And so, um, until your game, it probably it's probably been eight years since I played. Wow!
1: So, would you say that Matt was kind of like the glue?
2: Oh, absolutely! Got, got, he, yeah, he was gotcha. he was the D and D guru at the time. Like everybody just kind of fed off of how he DM'd, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of how games went. But as soon as he wasn't around, it was kind of hard to have an enjoyable game. Just because nobody was that good at DMing.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. That's like a good and bad thing. Yeah. It's like it's good because you can enjoy it, but then it's like you know, Mm -hmm. no one can fill those shoes. Yeah. I I I I, oftentimes I think after you mentioned that story to me before, Mm -hmm. I think since then I randomly would have thoughts about like, well, shit. What if I just like drop dead tomorrow?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, what would happen to? The future of chaos conductors and stuff, yeah. and I'm like, man, I really, I really hope that they just like keep, keep going. Yeah. They that they just, yeah, I think about it. Mm-hmm.
2: You just gotta enjoy it, enjoy it in the moment.
1: Yeah, that's
2: all you can
1: do. I mean, uh, yeah. If not, I'll just, I'll just haunt someone until someone's like, I, I guess I'll DM now. I guess I'll do it. Yeah,
2: you can haunt me all you want. It's not happening. Okay. Sorry. Why? It, why wouldn't I DM? Yeah, zero interest.
1: Zero interest. Zero
2: interest. I think, well, like we've talked about it before, where <clears throat> I think the the aspect of building a character and building that one thing to me is a lot more appealing than building uh, than building a world. Um, I just think because I get so involved in the character. I mean, you've seen. I mean, I probably have ten or fifteen pages just on Val. Yeah. Could you imagine me trying to do a campaign and create characters?
1: Well I think that well I guess different different DMs value different things. True. But for me it's not even like the world building. Like yeah. that's that's cool. That's fine. Being all these different NPCs that's cool. Whatever. But for me it's it's the investment that I have in all of the all of the characters that the players are, you know, playing. Mm-hmm. So like being invested in all of your individual stories and helping to see those two fruition and completion and, you know, cause I don't know what's going to happen with your, with your story and how it's going to, you know, pan out. Yeah. I have plans, but as you make choices in things, that path really does splint splinter off yeah. into like completely different places that I didn't plan for or that I did. And it's like, wow, that actually worked. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It's like my plan Z of that. That'll never happen, but it's a cool idea. We've
2: gone through 25 different plans, and we finally hit the 26th. and we made Yeah. It. Yeah.
1: So for you, instead of like planning this one character 15 pages worth, you're just splitting that between everyone at the table. This is
2: true, and I don't want to split it. <laughs> All
1: right, fair, <laughs> fair.
2: Yeah, no, I don't know. I just, Have you like, ever tried it? No. So you, so you wouldn't know? It, it has zero interest to me. <laughs>
1: Uh, as as the primary dm or a person who primarily dms i just i just find that find that crazy yeah it's like
2: everybody's like yeah we're running these one shots i'm gonna try dming i'm gonna try dming And i'm like have fun
1: but would you is the question
2: probably not what Mm -mm. i want to play a character
1: even if i was like you know i really want i really really want you to do the do this one shot i I just want to see you know what, what, what comes out of your creative brain? And, and, then, like, and then you can go back to play next week.
0: I'd be
2: like, man, I appreciate that. But I already have this character build that I'm going to play in <laughs> one shot.
1: <laughs> as much as I appreciate that you have faith in me, I've already made the character, yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Oh, Here's man. the Bible. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, some of the stuff you send me is like, wow, this is, this is detailed. And I really do like it. Cause it's, it's a good read, but I'm like, man, there's a lot of thought you know, put into it. Yeah,
2: yeah I don't know. The, the creative juices flow when I get into the get character.
1: So, my next question. I want you to tell us, the world, the viewers, about one of your favorite moments during a and d game. Like,
2: our current game or just in general?
1: In general, honestly. Any character that you want, really. But I know that you have so many, you know, great moments from our campaign <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> because we're so fun and stuff yeah yeah so, so, so well, you... I'll, I'll break it up into two, I'll do two. okay That'll please one from
2: the previous game and one from our game do it uh well i guess i don't know if it's it's a, a favorite moment because it was kind of like a reoccurring segment but our buddy matt he always had a character named harvey in his games and in our um D and D three point five game. Harvey was this really weird jester, or jester? I guess is the proper term for it. This really weird clown figure, and
1: um, before you go deeper, hmm? can I ask you why?
2: Because of how, because he was so good at doing like a creepy, a creepy clown
1: that he had to he had to have it in, in every had to have <laughs> it in, in the campaign.
2: But it wasn't it wasn't always a clown. It was just in in the terms of the, the our D and D world, um, it was Jester, and he was. Uh, I think it ended up coming out that he was like a demigod of sorts. He was like a, okay. like a god of trickery or something like that, because that was when he ran his three point five games. Everything was custom. Gotcha. It, there wasn't current gods. There wasn't this or that. He was like these are what this is what's going to be in my game. Pick your deity. Here they are. All that good stuff, and it ended up being this very like uh, like very chaotic deity who was. I'm trying to remember. It was, he could essentially control, uh, control time of sorts. So it was just his sole purpose just to fuck with every other deity in the game. And so he lived in like a parallel dimension that he would randomly pop out of whenever we would be doing something stupid. Or mm-hmm. It was just, and there wasn't, there was no particular moment that it was just like, oh my God, this character is good. It was just, it was just a very well done character yeah um, that ended up. Uh, traversing through other worlds that he did like in the star wars campaign and like a buffy game and stuff like that
1: um and it was, always, it was
2: always just one of those characters that was like that's harvey shit
1: it's harvey yeah and um, <laughs> was it the same voice
2: uh yes it was okay was very like high-pitched clown like it kind of thing got it got it and um but that was another thing, to, like like you. He he was very good at distincting, uh, using distinctive voices per character. There was nobody that sounded the same. If he started talking like this person, he knew exactly who it was. Word. Um, and that's a that's another thing that, that helps everybody get in character. Because if everybody sounds the same, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but if and if if you, if you have an issue doing voices and you're DMing, so be it. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that if if you can do a voice, do a voice because. It just
1: makes it that much better. Um. Uh, Jennifer and I d- definitely have to do like a voice mm-hmm. <laughs> segment yeah. at some point in time or like just an episode because uh, yeah, when, when, uh, when Jen was about to do her one shot, she was asking me like, do I have any tips on that and stuff? Cause mm-hmm. like, I don't do voices. And I was like, yeah, you have like nine voices at your disposal without even doing accents. But yeah. Exactly. Anyways, we'll we'll talk about that another another day, another time.
2: Yeah. No. Accents are dope. Accents are dope. I'm mad. I don't have one for Val.
1: That's okay. I know. That's alright.
2: It, it was one of those Next things, time. though, that when we had when when we started the game, I had gone through a couple, just because like Western Euro voices and all that kind of stuff are they're they're very easy and catchy to get into. Um. And I'd realized that everybody else at the table was brand new. I think at the time everybody I mean, everybody at least played like once,
1: but Ben had played once. Everybody was a
2: beginner at that point.
1: And Jenny played once. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone else was and, and, and fresh. Mean, even, even i
2: coming in i was i was just like i haven't done this in a long fucking time so yeah let's just get back into it and i wanted to do a voice but i was like i don't want to be that one player who sounds super try-hardy <laughs> and is just doing these fucking
0: voices
2: and yeah. stuff like that so i was just like nah, no
1: everyone's sure. super casual yeah. and you come dressed up and, <laughs> and, uh, with with your voice and everything <laughs> yeah exactly and then i like oh
2: jeff's here cool <laughs> um, but uh no uh in, in terms of like uh favorite moments from our game, uh, the whole campaign. No.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> no, we were talking about it we were talking about it earlier. Unfortunately it wasn't a game that I was here for, but I had watched it and it was during um Tatiana's monastic trials.
1: ooh
0: monastic?
2: Is that right? Yeah, yeah? monastic. And they were going through the memories. And so it was very, very interesting seeing how what happened with loot in his past and what happened with virian which was very interesting um killer bunnies anyway, <laughs> um i think the episodes episodes up on youtube so yeah, you will see what that's all about I think it's and like
1: i think it's uh, Master trials part 2 yeah part 2
2: part 2 it's the very beginning is virian's part
1: okay yeah it is
2: um and and it was I, of course i want to see how how you do val's backstory when I mean, you have all the backstory anyway yeah um so of course i was like oh yeah here we go let's see what happens <laughs> and, but but sumiko's uh memory i guess because when i'm playing dnd i want to be able to picture everything and that's what that's what gets me more into it is having a very like visual picture yeah and her character is very bubbly and happy and easygoing but when you pictured her in that very like uh um, sad image I guess yeah it's a
1: like a stark contrast yeah
2: it was it was very like the way I pictured it was like a black and white scene and everything around her was dead and uh, I don't know that was just one of those like not the first time but it was one of those where I was like I can picture this perfectly and uh, Coming from watching her play as this very happy character, I was like, I want to see that in-game. <laughs> like, I want to see Sumiko like that, if, for, for the emotional aspect of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, really delve into it. Yeah,
2: like very, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word for it, um, vulnerable. Got it. Because that is not how she plays her character.
1: I think, like, given a lot of the current events and things that have happened, mm-hmm. and how she's you know, starting to question stuff a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to start seeing, you know, a lot more of that. Those, those, those like really interesting Sumiko moments. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because yeah. I think, I think, like, I mean, in terms of like character development, I mean, we've seen <clears throat> we just finished Tatiana's arc. We've we've seen uh, we've seen Varian in the very beginning prior to us streaming, but there was a lot of um Varian's story. There's been a lot of Vow story. So now it's like, let's get into Sumiko. Let's get the loot this chapter this this next chapter is going to be super good <laughs> <laughs> it better be
1: <laughs> i can uh, i can guarantee okay i can guarantee it i'm surprised that that was one of your favorite moments
2: yeah i don't i don't, like, I don't know why like we've had so many cool or uh, so many good moments i mean but that was just one of those ones for whatever, for whatever reason and i've told i've told jen that too i have like for whatever reason that has stuck with me
1: huh interesting Especially because it's like it's it's not only a scene, but like uh, an episode that you are not part of in any way. Exactly. That's that's yeah. Huh. Okay.
2: But like I said, everything everything with me is imagery. Like if I can see it, then I'm good. That was one of those. That was just one of those ones.
1: Cool. So would you say that you are different different D anD D players? I guess have their have their cert- certain skills or things that they're that draw, draws them them in. Mm-hmm. So you would say out of out of everything that gets you really immersed, you would say it's more the descriptive elements? The
2: descriptive elements, the, the 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 visualization of everything. Um like the more you describe things, the more I'm into it. Um instead of being like, "Oh, you're in this town. Go." It's like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I hate that. <laughs> I know. And so it's, it's like, "Yeah, you're in this town. Here's what it smells like. Here's what it feels like. Here's what the the people look like. Here's what the people emotional state looks like like the more like the more that 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 happens you i think you'll get into it a lot easier
1: well i also find that the more scene setting that you do it draws it draws players in and Mm -hmm. it, it makes them want to like interact with something that you mentioned yeah so like if if i if you go into a bar and i'm like yeah there's a bunch of there's a bunch of patrons and you know there's there's alcohol there's, there's drinks oh that's a bar cool yeah you're like okay i guess i'll go talk to the you know the bartender <laughs> i was gonna say waiter <laughs> i'll go talk, i'll go talk to the bartender and get a drink i guess but if you're actually like you know you you walk into the bar and like here here are specific things that you see in the room here's like a person that you notice they they're they're looking at you they're they're rocking in their chair and they seem kind of like uneasy you know there's another guy juggling or something yeah
2: in, in fun there's fun there's fact, like an
1: arm wrestling contest going on yeah, and fun
2: fact that usually a lot of that has nothing to do with the campaign nothing like it's literally just that input to to get you in that feeling of being in a bar mm-hmm. and i mean like anytime you see us in a bar the first thing i do is sit down with a drink and i look around the bar and ask you what i see
1: yeah but then like due to that scene setting that gives the players an option to say like all right i want to i want to go over to the guy juggling and like does he have a tip tip jar
0: yeah
1: i'm going to give him a tip i'm going to go over to the to the person that's arm wrestling i'm going to i'm going to sign up for next
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> or
1: that uneasy person Detect- i'm going to yeah insight <laughs> insight check on that yeah and through something that i mean that the dm could have planned with that character or not. Now you have a thread. Yeah. Like now you have something interesting. Or or like it has no meaning to the story at all and it's a cool RP moment. Yeah. That's cool too. Like exactly. when you guys I think this might have been pre-stream. But you guys went to eggs and kegs for <laughs> breakfast?
0: <laughs> oh,
2: no, it was it was the it was the game before the stream because it was after the two weeks two week break. Yeah. Because remember Val showed up like super fucked up to the yeah. bar and ordered everything on the menu.
1: Yes, I remember. And that's when
2: we met like the, uh, they were like Vikings or something like that. Goliaths. The Goliaths, they were having a staring contest. hmm And then I gave him food and we were good to go.
1: It's like, it's so stupid though.
2: Bearing was ended up being a waiter.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And like those those are things that just create cool stories. Yeah. And now like you could go back to Eggs and Kegs at some point in time. Yeah, And see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you had said, you know, yeah, you you go to a restaurant, you guys get breakfast, you know, what do you guys say to, to each other?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we would stare at each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's about
1: it. And then like, oh, okay, I guess you guys aren't saying anything. Well, uh, what do you want to do next? <laughs> That's probably why it takes us so long to do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Because everyone's like, is that that an RP moment?
2: Yeah. Oh, If I find an RP moment, I want to RP. I will run into it. Yeah.
1: I know. I know. All right, Jeff, I'm really thirsty.
0: Okay.
1: Could you get me something to drink from the home brewery?
0: Okay.
1: All right. I'll see you soon then.
2: Hey, what are the specials today?
1: Uh, I don't really know what we got down here, but you can call me Donnie, just Donnie. Just Donnie. Not not Donald. Not not Doniano. Just Donnie. But I can tell you what what we got down here.
2: Not now, now do you want Donnie or just Donnie?
1: It's just Donnie.
2: So am I calling you just Donnie?
1: Donnie. Donnie. Donnie.
2: Just Donnie. Yeah. Got it. All
1: right, so. See what we got today. See what I got here. This is called the uh, the NPC Mezanot.
2: The NPC
1: Mezanot. It's pretty interesting. Okay. At least I think so. All right. But I mean, you want you want to take it, take it, taste first. Yeah. Here you go. Tell me how that tastes.
2: I got I got to go with the first. Sorry, hold on.
1: You don't trust me? No, you sound you sound shifty. It's the feathers, ain't it? Yeah, it's the feathers. I just got them painted. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They look good. I appreciate that.
2: I mean, it was all right.
1: Come on, man. A little little heavy. Trying to make a living down here. Anyways, I would explain what's in it, but I got this recording from from, uh, my homeboy Jordan upstairs. So I'm just going to go ahead and play that for you. Hey, whoever's looking for this information, this is the NPC Mesonaut. And basically... In your games, if you want to create an NPC that has some flair and that your players might like and latch on to, well, just stop there, because your players will most likely never really do what you want them to do. So let's just make an interesting NPC. Let's start with like a name. Say that name out loud a couple times, because your players will make fun of names. <laughs> 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 Your players will make fun of names that sound like other things uh, so the next thing that you want to do after you've come up with a name is think about the way that this person looks. Do they have any physical quirks like do they do they twitch do they do they wink when they say certain things? What's their stance like? How can you portray that as the d m then what what does their voice sound like, and if you're not good at voices. I would just recommend listening to something and trying your best to impersonate it. And even if you suck, and even if it sounds nothing like the original, it doesn't matter because you've made a unique voice. So just put those put those three together and you have a winning a winning uh solution. You got you got that. Got it. There's also something else. Did, did the recording stop? Yeah, I think I think the recording just stopped.
0: Oh.
1: Honestly, I don't know. Okay. I mean...
2: Have you not listened to that before?
1: Nah. I ain't got time for that. All right, man. Ain't do you got for me, though? Do you, you want to talk about NPCs? Not really, man. I'm just working here for, you know, a couple quick bucks. All right. Trying to get some info. You know what I'm saying? Info about what? There's this rogue. His name is Valgave. I heard I, heard if I, if I camped out here for a little bit, I could get some information on him. Him and I are best friends, though. I just want to know more.
2: What do you know about him?
1: Uh, I can't just tell you. I just told, I just told you, me and him are my best friends. Where'd you meet him? See, uh, met him in this big city called Stonehaven. But alright, I got a job to do, man. Alright. Get Get out of here.
0: I'm, I'm, okay.
1: Get out of here. Bye. <laughs> Hey, Jeff.
2: Hey,
1: Jordan. So, what do you got for me? I don't
2: know. What are you want to
1: talk about? I mean, did you bring me a drink? Yes, I a did. A dwink?
2: I did, yeah. What is it? Mezzanine.
1: Mezzanine. Okay. What does it taste like? <laughs> I didn't know we sold a mezzanine, but, you know, <laughs> I didn't go down to the home brewery.
2: <laughs> oh, I went down there. I, I went down there, all right.
1: Cool. You know, I'm going to try this. It looks interesting. Maybe, maybe later. Let's continue our conversation, because, after all, you know, I'm here to learn about you. A lot more. I already know everything about myself, obviously. Yeah. So I'm here for you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. No problem. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) Supporting all my players. Being our therapist in our time of need. Basically.
2: Being our character's therapist. Not my therapist.
1: But part of you is in your character. Yeah, that's true. Which leads us, actually, into this, this, this question. Uh what do you what do you like about D D? And what what brings you brings you back to the table? Like why do you why do you choose to come here every every Sunday at five PM EST at twitch.tv <laughs> <laughs> That was a good
2: plug. Thank, good you. Plug. I like thank you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh
2: well I didn't write fifteen plus pages on a character to not see how how he developed. Fair. Yeah. I mean it's it's an escape. I mean that's that's the easiest way to put it. I mean everybody everybody got to get away sometime, and ours that. just happens to be on Sunday, at yeah. five p.m. We had
0: switched out two
2: I just had to finish it. Sorry, because you didn't get to. Of course, um, of course. Yeah, I really didn't either. But no, it's an escape. I mean, you get to come every as soon as you as soon as we hit the table as soon as five o'clock hits, you push yourself out and you bring in your character. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about. Real world bullshit, you gotta worry about whether you're gonna kill your character or not, but <laughs> that would suck. And then that would affect real world and
0: Yeah.
1: It
2: would just be a roller coaster. It's a spiral. Yeah. Um
1: So but, would 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 you say that like when you when you're playing like you're you're immersed in your like you are your character?
2: Absolutely. Um even I mean even for new players it's gonna be that's that's gonna be really weird. I promise. As soon as you can sit down and be your character, it makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, so i mean anybody can sit down and talk and talk back and forth with people about whatever wild shit you're doing in that game or whatever but as soon as you get to the mindset of the character you created which is probably why i'm so backstory heavy is so i know especially like if you play an elf that's almost 200 years old that's 200 years that you have you have to develop yeah, because that's how your character is going to play out. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that's how you like develop those motivations exactly. for what you the do?
2: Motivations, emotions. Do you have emotions at this point? I mean, yeah. There's just so much that you have to build into your character, and and as soon as you you get that and figure out that if if I create if you create this other life, you can you can play that much better. And then with, when when you're doing that, other people around you like it's kind of like a it's like a feeding kind of thing where oh he's doing that well I want to be that. I want to do that or I want to be that good. I want to get that much more in the character.
1: Would you say that your decision-making process is like easy at this point when when being Val? Like can, can you I guess my my question is when you when you're at the table mm-hmm. and you are you are gave, you're in your character, is it then easy for you to just make decisions as Val?
2: Mhm. Oh, well, yeah, especially I mean the the way I've built them is very uh, impulsive where he always has, no matter what the situation is, if we walk in, whatever we walk into, as soon as we get a description of what we're, what's around us, where we're at, there's always, there's always a plan being created. If this happens, then I need to do this. If this happens, I need to do this. If the unexpected happens, I'm just going to do whatever comes out of my mouth at the time. In terms of what his actions are going (laughs) to be.
1: I didn't expect this. So, you know what? I'm just going to act. Fuck it. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, And you mentioned that, like you wrote fifteen fifteen pages of like backstory and stuff or whatever, so you want to see it through, but like what inspires you what what caused you to make that original backstory in the first place like I think you could have just had a paragraph
2: exactly, and that would have been zero fun <laughs> i don't i think it's kind of i think it's a um I don't know it's like feeding feeding the d m um not in terms of, oh, here's my story. I want to see it pan out. It's more of a, I'm getting creative. I want to see how creative you can get in your story. Because understandably, you have hundreds of pages of stuff for the campaign. Whereas, here's my 15 pages. Can you feed off of this and add more to your campaign? Can we can we see more of it? Can you get more into it? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that.
1: So you like a campaign in which uh, the DM is kind of Taking what you've written and saying, like, you know what? I'm going to change it this way. Exactly. Or, like, I'm going to add to it. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to do do whatever. But, like...
2: Yeah. I set up the base. Improv. Yeah.
1: Yes, Yes. and. Yeah. Got it.
2: I set up the base, and I want you to build the foundation in the house.
1: You are the land.
0: Yeah,
2: there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're the foundation in the house. Now just fuck my story up.
1: Cool. Which I try to.
2: Oh, Yo, you do. <laughs> I <laughs> anytime something something is mentioned the week prior to a game I am thinking constantly okay he might do this but I need to do this he might do this but I need to do this and then come game time it's something completely different it just throws me way the fuck off
1: how many times have you been like on the mark never <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, yeah it's never
2: on the mark ever
1: <laughs> never on the mark <laughs> good, good.
2: That's why I keep going back to see if I can finally beat
1: you. Uh, D and D, the game where the DM tries to uh, outsmart six people.
2: Yeah, and they all try and outsmart him, and never do.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's 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 actually a really interesting, like, point of view that I have never considered.
2: Mm-hmm. What outsmarting the DM?
1: Well, that that you're trying to like figure everything out yeah i mean that, because I don't, I don't i don't i don't think of I, I honestly don't think of it as you know from what a player would think i'm just like you know what from the story aspect here's here's this thing that's going to happen or here's this thing that i i want i want to plan out for later or you, you know what here's what's going on in this area that they're about to go to
2: and, and it could be a hundred percent i mean it's going to be 100 percent dependent on the player I mean, there's players who prefer RP. There's players who prefer combat. There's players who prefer a good mix of both. I'm just that that story heavy RP character. So, I'm constantly thinking about the story. And when when a game ends, I'm like, okay, you know, here's where we ended. What could possibly happen?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And what could possibly happen two or three games ahead of time or next? And so that's kind of the the mindset that I try and keep my character in. Is he always has a plan, whether Whether it's right or wrong.
1: (laughs) He always has a plan. Whether it's a shitty plan or not is, you know. Exactly. Up for debate.
2: Exactly. And I mean that's that's what I built into my story for like when he was in the Shadow Thieves and stuff like that. Everything everything was already predetermined, the information was there. Get in, get out, you're good to go. So it's one of those things where he gets very uncomfortable when he's in a situation where he doesn't know what's gonna happen, kinda like the Bisno fight and Oof. All that stuff. I mean, he he, hundred percent. I mean, people even in the campaign had have, have asked him, like, in game, "What do you think is going to happen?" He was, "It's a suicide mission. That's it."
1: Mm. So that's, I mean, that's he, what that's what he thought. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to go out and try and fight this. We this, are this fighting demon. for a
2: queen that I can't fucking stand, and we're going to die because of it. <laughs> we are literally going to commit suicide right now.
1: Mm. Fighting that's, someone else's fight. It's interesting. Yeah. An interesting perspective. They're Jeffro <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah,
2: I could talk about that all day, but we're not gonna. All
1: right, um, I got two more questions for you. All right, I'm gonna save the best for last. Okay, right. what do you like most about being a player? Character creation. <laughs> character creation, <laughs> that's, okay, that's
2: the whole basis behind it. That's what I like. I just like picking that character and Seeing how a story unfolds, because I mean, I I create like, like we talked about. I'm the land, mm-hmm. and I need you to take the character to that next uh next point. Yeah, um because I think I, I think the DM is is very heavily influenced on how your players are going to play their character. I yeah, mean, yeah. You you tell them what to create, but can the DM push the character to that next step? Of course. Like with Val and being very like a very shut out and very emotionally.
1: No emotion. How do you challenge that exactly. that player to mm-hmm. then? well I'm sorry. How do you challenge that that character, or rather, how do you challenge the player to, uh, like promote the growth of mm-hmm. that get out of their comfort character? Zone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think of like D and D and character arcs and stuff and all that as like a long term uh life story kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you're as you're growing up, you know, you're you are learning new things and you are evolving based on your experiences. Yeah. So I want a completely different character from session one to session one hundred. Oh, yeah. Like I want yeah, completely different. Maybe not completely different, but like I mean well, you know
0: completely different. <laughs> I mean that's
1: the end game. I mean Yeah you're right, you're right. Who knows? I think we're we're at like eighty something, seventy something. Are you serious? I don't know. I don't.
2: I, I literally have no idea what episode or whatever we're on. I'm like, all right, we're doing we're doing chapters now. I can remember chapter one, chapter two.
1: I'd have to go back and count. Yeah, but I think we're definitely past seventy. Oh shit! All right, so last question I have for you, Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Which is the most important question, and the question that we're all here to see answered, or to hear answered, because this is a podcast.
2: There's no seeing here.
1: <laughs> Just voices. We can see the emotion. Yeah. The emotion behind... Uh, you can hear the emotion. You can, God damn it. You can, you can hear, the, hear the emotion. What does D&D mean to you?
2: A good time.
1: You better give me you better give me some more some more than that. Yeah that was really shitty.
2: Like <laughs> even <laughs> No even even as corny and cliche, I mean you make friends when you play D. Yeah. Like the whole friendship aspect. I mean if you if you're playing with people you don't like you're probably gonna have a bad time.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah
2: we we,
1: we we went we went through that. We went through that. Yeah.
2: Um but no it's I mean it's so you know you're coming to hang out with your homies you play for three or four hours and you're gonna have a good time doing it.
1: But now I mean the same can be said for like let's come over and play like Mario Party or something.
2: I don't want to play Mario Party with you. Alright. come over and play D.
1: It's a it's a good game. Don't 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 knock it until you try it. <laughs> <laughs> we we might play it right after this. Oh boy. I just haven't asked you yet. <laughs> Anyways.
2: Oh you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But like you could do that, you could come over and play a board game, like like you you could play, you know, Catan, Catan, whatever, however you pronounce it, um, or like Monopoly or something. No. I don't, I don't know. No, like, don't. but like, what's what's the difference? What what makes what makes this you know special?
2: Because it's an invest
1: it's 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 an investment.
2: If we're just coming to play board games, mm-hmm. we're going to play board games. It's going to be the same board game, and that's it. I mean, when you come to play D and D, I mean you're. You're putting an emotional investment into your character, the other people you're playing with's character, the DM, and, I mean, we've been doing it for almost two years.
1: So, to go further with that, now, we talked recently about MMOs Mm -hmm. and things like that. Now, that's the same thing in that, you know, you you can have investment in your character, investment in, like, maybe your guild or people Mm -hmm. that you play with, and... You are like leveling up every time. You're you're maybe grinding for more things, but why D and D? What is it, what does it mean to you that you would want to do something like this over something else? Because hell, you could play World of Warcraft from the from the comf the comfort of your home.
2: Yeah, that's true. I I did for a very long time. Still do. No, I don't.
1: Oh, so you don't? No, we, that's a whole
2: different subject. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, Talk about that another time. Yeah. Specific episode. Uh, Jeff
2: talks about World <laughs> Warcraft and, and what Warcraft and what happened with it within the last 15 years.
1: Air D&D. Um, here's, here's the episode of why Jeff isn't playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> We're actually not talking about d d anymore. <laughs> We're going off script here. Off script.
2: That's a hard question.
1: I know. It's supposed to be hard.
2: Yeah. I think it's also something completely different. If that makes sense. Because it's yeah, something yeah. that is 100% going to get you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. If, if you can get into it. And it's not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, there are people who just don't like it. Uh, Shout out my wife.
1: Um, people people, I can't, I can't trust. Yeah. People exactly. <laughs> like D&D, I can't trust you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, well, see, and that's hard too. Because to me, it's like acting. And having a theater background... It's like adrenaline to me mm. of getting into character, being somebody else, going 100%. I mean, 90% of this is improv. That's what it comes down to. The other the other 10% is you, you know your character, you know the story. <laughs>
1: the other 10% is dice rolls. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so, so I guess for me, that's what it is. Because after I graduated, theater is very time consuming. And you either do it or you have... And you have no free time because that's what you invest your time into is theater because it is when when you really get into it, you're doing two or three shows. So you have Monday through Sundays after you get off of your, your day job. That's what you go and do. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless I, I haven't continued with it other than like set building and stuff like that with, with groups around the area that I've worked with before. That's what I know I am coming on Sundays to act so that's pro that for me, that's what it is. Is it's allowing me to to use something that I spent years doing and getting a degree for.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. And I can definitely see where you're coming from. Like having a theater background as well and like being very interested in the acting aspect of my personality. Yeah.
2: Great personality you have.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Uh yeah. It it just allows you to scratch so many of those itches. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> like,
2: like I fiend for Sundays.
1: I'm just excited for next campaign or next character. Um What do you mean?
2: Our characters are gonna be alive forever.
1: Sure. Yep. <laughs> I mean I do I do hope. I don't actually like character death.
2: Yeah, that's true. It seems to have been a topic of uh, a topic a lot recently.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. it. It happens. It happens. It happens. And like, the dice fall where they may. And I'm not gonna, you know, uh, what, what what is it called? Dei, Deus Ex Machina oh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm just like, and the god picks up your body and breathes into its, and whispers no, into Granted, its ear.
2: You are very lenient when it comes to player death. Shout out homebrew games. Get out of here, rules lawyers. Am I? Yeah. Oh, I totally. Huh. I mean, in terms of games that I played, in terms of like generic rules, and the system that you have set up, yeah, it's very lenient. Uh, the bow would one hundred percent be dead. Hmm. I would probably be on character three at this point.
1: Interesting. Well, either way, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like de- 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 destroying that. Uh, you know, two years of investment. Go, oh. go, go ahead and just put that on the wall somewhere. Look at it from time to time. Remember your your old glory days.
2: <laughs> <laughs> remember when you had a really good character.
1: Yeah, remember that. Either way, I'm really excited for like your next character.
2: It's already in the works. I already have the story written.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you, you know, you're mentioning you might bring you might bring out a voice and oh yeah, absolutely. I you think might, every, you might do, oh, that, every, do that.
2: Everybody campaign to whenever that happens. Better bring a voice. Because We've been playing far too long and have gotten far too into this game to not bring something different.-hmm.
1: I might do something like you know uh you you can't play the same race or class. Not a problem that you did last time, just because I want to see people in in new roles, new you know
2: would you want to play same alignments? Um,
1: yes, because I feel that alignment is a lot closer to the personality of the player. And like players, I don't. I feel like when you mess with alignment, that's messing with like me telling someone how you know how they want to role play. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. If they if they want to play like a similar character, it's it's at the end of the day, it's about their fun.
2: Yeah. But it it is as characters evolve, we we're seeing an alignment change right now in our game.
1: I mean, who? go, Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I already changed changed that. Oh, did I was you really? like, yeah. I was like, you're not you're not getting yeah, good. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Anyways, I think that's all of the questions and things that I had for you. Okay. You got any questions for me?
2: I kind of wanted to go back on when I had brought up um, trying to beat the DM. Yeah. Have our characters ever beat you? in what way something it's it's hard to explain because it's one of those things like oh yeah did you have something planned and we totally fucked it all up
1: which of course you did yeah
2: exactly but <laughs> was there was there ever anything that was you were expecting this and we're not expecting the players to beat it or to change it in our campaign
1: yes yes can you explain it um no. Oh, fuck up the story. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's more so that I I just can't think of like a specific time right now. I'd probably have to like sit down and actually really ponder. Yeah. I mean I, I guess I could like stop the recording and think yeah. for five minutes and then start recording again. Yeah, but there's no fun in that. Th- there's just no fun in <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> okay. One okay, one question that you could probably answer. What are your hopes for
1: chapter two? My hopes chapter for chapter. two, season two. What are we calling it? Uh, let's just say chapter two for now. Okay. You know, let's uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? Let's say chapter two. Um, my hopes are, my hopes are kind of the same every chapter, yeah. every arc, every every episode. It's the same goal. Mm-hmm. Like I want to promote character growth, and I want to set up, I want to set up these these big challenges and it's hard to set up those challenges when i'm sorry it's not it's not that that it's hard but the challenges scale because your players and stuff are getting stronger
0: mm-hmm.
1: those 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 characters are leveling up they're getting more abilities so the threats and things the challenges that face them have to grow with it doesn't mean that it has to be like in terms of power but in terms of like magnitude importance mm-hmm. so my goal is is always to to promote the growth of the people at the table and their char- their characters, see where the story takes them, make it interesting, make them want to come back. And for the challenges that they face, I want to set up a challenge that's overwhelming and then guide you to overcoming it because you'll come out on the other side of it significantly like better. And yeah like like listening to some some of the insight checks and stuff after the fight with Bisno or like after the monastic trials and things that's the shit that i aim for yeah where like yeah it was tough it's supposed to be tough but there was like something that resonated with that experience
2: it, that was definitely i mean from from a player in the game that those those two things were definitely the hardest things we've been thrown at Good, absolutely. That was like the the two times that we did the monastics and we did the the Bisno fight. Everybody was like, "Should we get new characters?"
0: written? <laughs> up? and that was
2: the first time that everybody had a doubt. And I mean, I was about it. Like, I loved that. Like, I loved when when even uh, being at work or texting each other or whatever messaging services we use. Like, just everybody was stuck in just we're, texting just, each we're other. just all
1: on just dis- yeah. all on Discord, yeah, all on Discord. <laughs> I
2: mean, everybody was was just going wild for that stuff.
1: And like, that's, that's the point, Yeah, you know, um, we should be aiming for, uh, just, just something that really takes us out of that player mindset
0: mm-hmm.
1: and really into the, the trials and tribulations of that character.
0: Yeah.
1: But to do that, you know, the players that are sitting around at the table know that they're not in true danger. True. So the level of like challenge that you have to bring the, the the level of immersion that you have to bring is 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 higher than if we were actually doing that because hell, we could we could all be if you were actually there in that world oh, f- you know we
2: were last two there minutes. There, there, could,
1: there could there could be like you know a, a gelatinous cube and it's like oh my god guys <sighs> we have to kill that thing <laughs> Fuck, what and are we going to do and it and it and it would be scary yeah but like because it's a game, and because you all know that you're safe, yeah, <laughs> there's just a different level of immersion and everything that you have to bring to the to the table to really get them to really get you all into it and like really feel the feelings of those characters.
2: Well, that's the that's the best part. Like even going back and watching our bods of our Twitch streams from 5 p.m. on Sundays at Twitch.tv. <laughs> <laughs> That's never. That's never gonna come out right. Sorry, it's never gonna come out
1: right. <laughs> Maybe the one time I'll I not laugh <laughs> before we finish it.
2: Yeah, no. But even going back and watching the vods, like from from like episode one all the way up to our most recent episode, like you, watching people's reactions, mm-hmm. like that, that's my favorite thing. Is like okay, that that was legit. Like you were. You're in character for that reaction,
1: and you can tell, dude. I live, yeah, for those reactions, like
2: some of the Tatiana reactions and stuff like that during the, the trials and the business stuff, dude.
1: She's extremely expressive. Oh my
2: god, yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely one of the most enjoyable parts for me, is because that's like the the the, the confirmation that I need mm-hmm. that whatever I might be doing is actually hitting home. Yeah. Because in that moment, you are feeling what your character is feeling or like, you know, there's, there's actual fear, there's actual tension, whatever. Yeah. But like, you can just see it on people's faces as they're, you know, kind of subconsciously just doing it.
0: Yeah.
1: I love it.
2: That's how like you know, you're a character.
1: Yeah. It's definitely one of the things that I look at when I'm, I was about to say,
2: cause you have a front review. So, yeah. Yeah
1: and i've i've i explained this on my episode the first first one mm-hmm. but getting the chance to be a viewer that's that's the, that's that chance for for me like for a moment i'm not dming i'm just like enjoying what everyone else as yeah RP. what what every other viewer is i'm just enjoying it and i'm yeah. like i put out the scene do the things and then seeing your guys' reactions and like what you wanna do mm-hmm. and start talking to each other and stuff, that's great. Even stupid stuff like Sumiko saying, you know what? I know we're we're resting the night before the Bisno fight, but I wanna go and sneak out and see see what <laughs> 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 see what and Maria are up to.
2: Literally could not have gone better. It couldn't have. That was the that was so perfect.
1: Yeah. At one point I thought I, I, was, I was like, damn. Um maybe maybe loot's going to do something because like he's in sentry mode so he could he could see her leaving leaving the cave but he, he was like eh i don't yeah, care whatever yeah. <laughs> and then like her rolling you know stealth that was higher <laughs> than your passive perceptions yeah. and all that it was just perfect it was and i didn't do anything i'm just like sitting back watching yep. just seeing this unfold is great anyways anything else you got for me I'm
2: sure I could come up with
1: something but I mean if you want to you don't you don't you don't have to I think
0: I'm good
1: because you know screw our viewers and, and, and our viewers oh my god <laughs> one one day <laughs> one day I'll get this guys uh screw our listeners all right all <laughs> right go, yeah. yeah nobody's
2: yeah. watching just listening
1: you know I suppose I suppose you uh, never mind I was going to say if you put the podcast and like put subtitles on it and all that stuff and like, you know, put it on a YouTube video, you could watch it, I guess, but that's just too complicated. Yeah, and way too complicated. Yeah. That's too much.
2: But if you do want to see video...
0: <laughs> I can't
2: do it. I can't do it. <laughs> 5 p.m. Sundays, twitch.tv slash Conductors.
1: Wow. I'll have to. I'll have to go there, man. This is more shameless plugs than ever in my life. Rad. <laughs> and I love shameless it. Shameless
2: plugs on our own podcast. Yes, yes.
1: Like they they already came here because they probably know about the campaign. But shameless plugs all day. Yeah. All right. Well, then I think I think uh, I think our conversation is is done here. good. All right. It's a
2: good weekly talk.
1: Yeah. We actually do a lot of talking during the week yeah, about true. story stuff. Yeah. So this is just... Usually a, when
2: we are talking, it's, it's about the <laughs> It's not like, dude, how's your day go- going, man? What'd you do last night? Hey, about that game last night? Fuck you for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. Li- listeners. I got it that time. I shit you not. Listeners. Jeff has come to me and we're like playing pool and stuff. And like mid-pool mid shot, he'll like stop and be like, man... I did not see that thing that, that you know, I did not see whatever thing ha- happened coming. That's <laughs> true. Damn you for that. <laughs> uh,
2: it was, I I can promise you the second the second I get a chance to, uh, to talk to him on Mondays, the second you sit down, a message comes through.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And it's like hype or a question or, so I've been thinking about this.
2: <laughs> well, I know you're driving to work going God damn it, I did that last night And now as soon as I sit down I'm going to have Jeff up my ass
0: about it
1: Man, if D&D questions Are what I get on a Monday Like, I could have a worse Monday
0: Yeah, it's true D&D, yeah, D&D, game D&D game
1: questions game. are life Yeah. Anyways, goodbye forever Jeff
0: Three square meals and a home number two
1: Enjoy your stay. Until Sunday. Until Sunday. At 5 p.m. It's D20 that? never going to happen.
0: <laughs>